0: that you will always be with us, God. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen. Amen. You guys can go ahead and take a seat. While you're taking a seat, go ahead and grab Bibles and pens and paper. They're all on the edges of your rows. Cool. I got to, like, put this up here. So let's see if I can do this. Last night I kind of failed a little bit. Okay, am I strong? There we go. All right, I did it. All right, how are you guys doing? Good. I heard one good. Is the rain making you guys a little tired maybe? No. no. There we go. There we go. Who who is like a rain person? Who loves the rain? And then who like likes the summertime? Oh, only a few people. Okay, so I'm like kind of in between. I like when it's hot when it's supposed to be hot and cold when it's supposed to be cold. But if it's cold during the summer and it's hot during the winter, then I'm like, come on, that's not okay. But whatever, we still live in the most beautiful place ever. Okay, so anyways, my name's Alyssa, if you guys don't already know me. Um, I've been volunteering here in JHM for a while. I have a life group of eighth grade girls. They're the best. None of them are here this morning, though, but maybe they'll be here for 11. That's all good. Um, So like I said, my name's Alyssa. A little bit about me. I go to Vanguard University. Uh, yeah, there's some people. <laughs> Sweet. Um, go Lions. There you go. Yeah, I go to Vanguard. I just recently started there. I'm like a transfer student, so I'm a little bit older, but I feel like a freshman sometimes because like, I'm brand new still. Um, and I moved on to campus, so I actually like live there now, which is kind of weird, so I moved out of my house. Um, and so that's been super new. Um, and then, okay. This is kind of a change in topics. But where are my people, without any shame, who are like, I cry really hard at sad movies? Anybody? There. Thank you, guys. Okay, so you guys are my criers at movies. Okay, I feel you. That is totally me, okay? I also, I don't know if any of my leaders, I watch Parenthood. I cry every single episode. I kid you not. I'm just, like, sitting there bawling Parenthood. I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know. But, oh, man, it's so, so good. Okay, and then, also, like I said, I live in, like, a dorm room now. So I have two roommates. And sometimes I'll be, like, sitting there, and I'm, like, watching my show on my little laptop on Netflix. And I'm just, like, bawling to myself, just, like, completely sitting in my room. And I'm, like, I hope none of them walk in right now because I am crying super hard. And, okay, there's another movie, too. Maybe you guys have seen this movie. It's so good. And I kid you not, I cried so hard at this movie. Maybe you guys know what I'm talking about. We have a little clip right now. Hopefully I don't cry while we watch this clip. Let's go ahead and see. We have to get to that station. Sure thing, this way, just past Graham Cracker Castle. Hey, weird. Grand Cracker Castle used to be right here. I wonder why they moved it. Wow, that's... I would have sworn Sparkle Pony Mount was right here. Hey, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to Princess Dream World. All of Fame! <gasps> My rocket! Wait, Rally and I were still using that rocket. <laughs> it still has some song power left. Who oh, is your friend who likes to play? <laughs> Finally can't be done with me. Hey, it's gonna be okay. We can fix this. We just need to get back to headquarters. Which way to the train station? I had a whole trip planned for us. <gasps> hey, who's ticklish, huh? Here comes the tickle monster. <sighs> hey, Bing Bong, look at this. <laughs> Oh, here's a fun game. You point to the train station and we all go there. Won't that be fun? Come on, let's go to the train station. I'm sorry they took your rocket. They took something that you loved. It's gone forever. Sadness. Don't make him feel worse. Sorry. It's all I had left of Riley. I bet you and Riley had great adventures. Oh, they were wonderful. Once we flew back Time we had breakfast twice that day. Sadness. That sounds amazing. I bet Riley liked it. Oh, she did. We were best friends. Yeah, it's sad. Train station is this way. Oh my, I'm already crying. Okay, that's such a good movie, right? And that's seriously, like, such a good clip. Because I think it's so, it's just so, like, profound. Like, first of all, Sadness is just one of my favorite characters. Like, I just, I love her so much. But, okay, I feel like some of us feel this way sometimes, right? Where we're like, okay, something like we just lost something that we loved. And then we're like, okay, but we got to be joyful. Let's keep moving. Like, Joy's like, all right, it's all good. Tickle monster. Like, here we go. Everything has to be good. But then we see sadness come, right? And she's like, that's really sad. Like, I'm so sorry. And then he starts crying. And then it's in that moment that then he's able to, like, move forward, Right? And sometimes I feel like I feel this way sometimes, too, where I'm like, I have to make sure that everything is all put together. You know, everybody asks, you like, hey, how you doing? And you're like, I'm good. How are you? And, like, we don't actually, like, really talk about our sadness. Yeah, and lean into our sadness. And we see here that that's we, when we lean into our sadness, that's when we're finally able to, like, move forward. And we see that in the clip. When he finally allows his sadness to take place, and he allows himself to be sad, that's when he's able to move forward, right? And I think the Bible says a really, really cool thing about this, too. And it's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. So go ahead and turn in your Bibles. It's on page, I think it's 1059. Yeah, it's John 11. So go ahead and turn in your Bibles there to page 1059. And there's, we're going to do a little bit of a recap here because we're starting, like, pretty much right in the middle of John 11. So we kind of need to back up a little bit. So in this story, um, Jesus is really good friends with this guy named Lazarus. And Lazarus has two sisters, Mary and Martha, okay? So in this time, Lazarus has been really sick. And Mary sends for Jesus, and she's like, hey, your, your buddy Lazarus is really sick. Like, you need to hurry and come here because he's, he's getting worse. Like, he's really, really sick. But Jesus doesn't come, and time passes, and Lazarus ends up passing away. And so that's where we pick up in this verse, okay? So it says in verse 30, Jesus had stayed outside the village at the place where Martha met him. When the people who were at the house consoling Mary saw her leave so hastily, they assumed she was going to Lazarus' grave to weep. So they followed her there. When Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. Okay, so we're going to stop here a little bit. Now, we see here that Mary falls at Jesus' feet, right? It doesn't say she just walked up to him and was like, hey, Jesus, what's up? No, she falls at his feet, and she says, Jesus, if only you had been here sooner, he wouldn't have died. And she's weeping at his feet. And I think that's so beautiful, too, because Jesus doesn't respond in a way that's like, okay, Mary, get up. Come on, let's go. No, he allows her to fall at his feet. And we see here, Mary's kind of angry, right, and frustrated. She's like, Jesus, if only you had been here sooner, things might have been different. And she's a little bit angry, but Jesus still allows her To fall at his feet and do that. And now some of us know this story, right? And we know what's about to happen. Lazarus is about to be raised from the dead. And this is like super exciting. And I think Jesus knows what's going to happen too. He knows that he has the power to raise Lazarus from the dead. He knows that something exciting is going to happen. But he still allows her to fall at his feet. And he allow, and he recognizes that. And so if you're taking notes, I, my, some of you guys know, I always say, note takers are history makers. So if you're taking notes, this is our first point that we see from this verse. Let's go ahead and move to that point. It says, no matter what I am feeling, I can bring my emotions to Jesus. Right? We see that, ang- that Mary is angry and frustrated and sad. She's weeping. And no matter what, we see that Jesus wants her to bring that to him. And the same thing with us. No matter what I am feeling, I can bring that to Jesus. Okay, let's keep going on in the verse. Then it says, When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him, he said to them. They told him, Lord, come and see. Okay, so we're going to stop here again. And we see that Jesus sees her weeping. He sees that she's upset, and he's not distant from that. And with that, he starts feeling emotions as well, right? And I think for me, and maybe for some of you guys, it's easy to feel that God is distant, that he's just some guy out there that created the world. He doesn't really actually know what I'm feeling. Maybe he doesn't really want to know what I'm feeling because sometimes it's not that good. And we think he's just way out there and he's distant from us. But we see here something a lot different, right? He sees them weeping. And he sees this happening. And he's experiencing that with them. And this is point number two. It says, Jesus sees us in our pain and experiences it with us. You can go ahead and turn to that slide. Perfect. So he does the same for us. He sees us in our pain. He sees that we're sad. He sees that we're frustrated, and he experiences that with us. And then the next verse, maybe you guys have already read it and jumped down to it. Now, verse 35 is the shortest verse in the Bible. That's a little trivia fact for you. Shortest verse in the Bible. But I think it's the most powerful verse. And all it says is that Jesus wept. Those two simple words, Jesus wept. And I think this holds so much power because it doesn't just say Jesus cried or Jesus got a little teary-eyed, right? He wept. He wept with them. Isn't that crazy? He saw their pain and he weeps with them. And like I said a little bit earlier, he knows what's going to happen, right? He knows he has the power to raise Lazarus from the dead. He knows that something exciting is about to happen, but he still allows himself to weep. And he allows them to weep as well. And I think this is so important. This brings us to our next point. It says, Jesus knows what it feels like to have sadness and loss. He saw Mary's sadness He saw Martha's sadness. He saw all of these people who were weeping, and they were in pain, and they lost their friend. And Jesus sees that, and he weeps with them. He weeps with them. He allows them to bring their pain to him, and he experiences that with them. And he does the same for us, too. And I think that's so powerful. He sees when we're sad. He sees when we're in pain. He sees when we're angry, and he's not distant from us. And I think sometimes it's easy to feel like, you know, we we know that whole saying that Jesus came to save us from our sins, which is so true and so powerful. But Jesus also came to experience our pain with us and to not be distant from us. He came down to this earth, and he's with us. And he experiences that with us, and he's alongside of us. And I think that's so, so cool. And then we're going to keep going in the story because we know that something super exciting happens, right? Jesus responded, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled the stone aside. Then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me, but I said it out loud for the sake of these people standing here that they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, "Lazarus, come out." And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a headcloth. Jesus told them, "Unwrap him and let and let him go." How cool is that, right? So exciting. So we see that then Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. In this super super powerful moment, right? But we see that it happened after He allowed them to be sad, and he allowed himself to be sad. And he is the one, he's the only one that has the power to do that. And the same thing with us, too. When we're feeling sad, we can feel like we can do this on our own, right? Maybe Mary and Martha would have been like, I can do this. I can, like, you know, we don't have to be sad anymore. It'll be fine. And, like, Mary and Martha easily could have been like, okay, I got this. I can do this on my own. And we're the same way, right? But we see here that Jesus is the only one with the power to raise Lazarus from the dead. And he's the only one with the power to restore their hope and their comfort and their peace. And in the same way with us, sometimes we feel like we have to mask everything and be all good. And I'm good and I'm joyful and I'm happy no matter what's going on. But we see that Jesus is the only one that gives us peace and comfort simply because he's with us. So if you don't get anything today, I want you to get this big idea. Oh, first, sorry, we have this other point too. And it says Jesus restores our sadness by bringing us comfort. He is the ultimate one that restores that back because he's with us. And the big idea for today It says, when I am sad, Jesus feels my pain and comforts me. Now, here's the beautiful thing about this big idea that I think. You can really fill in the blank there. You can say, when I'm sad, Jesus feels my pain and comforts me. But when I'm angry, Jesus feels my pain and is with me. When I'm frustrated, Jesus feels that, and he's with me. Even when I'm joyful and I'm happy and things are going good, Jesus feels that. And he's with me. And that's such a beautiful point too. We get to like, we get to just say that he is with us. And that is so, so powerful that he is not distant. He's with us. And he wants us to bring our emotions to his feet. So for me, I um, was actually this past week feeling a little bit sad and down. And I was like, okay, here we go. Like, I have to give this message this weekend on sadness, and I'm feeling a little bit sad, so what are you trying to tell me, God? And with my sadness, um, like I told you, I moved out, and so um, things have just been, they're different, right? And so I have two roommates and new friends, and sometimes you get in arguments, right? And that happens. And so I was getting in an argument with one of my friends, and I was just feeling like just really sad and defeated and kind of alone in that. And then something else about me, um, my older sister, who's my best friend, who I tell everything to, and she knows everything about me. She actually recently moved to Mongolia to teach English for a year. And so she is all the way across the world, and um, I feel just sad that she's not here. And I knew that the holidays were going to be hard without her, but I just didn't know how hard they were going to be. And so with Thanksgiving, I was just a little bit sad. And then with kind of the arguments that were happening between me and my friends, I was just like, just feeling really sad. And I was like, man, I really wish that my sister was here. And so I picked up the phone and I FaceTimed her. And I was just like telling her, that I was just not, like, I was having a bad day, and um, I was just, like, crying on the phone to her. And she was one of those people, too, who, like, you know how you're feeling inside, but, like, when someone else tells you how you're feeling, like, you're just like, yeah, that's so true. And she's one of those people that just knows me so well. And so I'm sitting there talking with her, and I'm crying, and then we kind of change the subject, and I start laughing, and we're talking about other stuff. And then I hang up the phone with her, and I just... Started like bawling, crying. And I was just sitting there in my room, just completely sobbing. And I, in that moment, I was just like, I I didn't even have any words. I was just crying. And I couldn't stop. And then in that moment, too, I was, I just felt like I wanted to write. And so I got out my journal and I just started writing. And I, I was just like, God, why? Why does my sister have to be all the way across the world right now? God, why do we have to have arguments with people? Why do relationships have to be broken, God? God, I'm so sad. And I just like was crying and writing this down. And in that moment, I was reminded that he wants us to bring those emotions to him. He wants us to tell him, God, I'm sad right now. God, do you you see me? God, I'm frustrated at this. God, I'm angry that this is happening, God. God, why do these things happen in our world? God, I'm sad and I'm frustrated. And he wants us to bring those emotions to his feet. And he shows us, too, that he experiences that with us. He sees our pain and our brokenness. And he experiences that with us. And he doesn't want us to just try and do it on our own and push it down and pretend that everything is all joyful and good. He wants us to bring that to him. And then he is the only one who has the ultimate power to restore our joy, right? He was the only one that could restore their joy, and it wasn't. it's important to recognize, too, that it's not joy in the midst, like, with our circumstances being like, okay, my circumstances are good, so now I can have joy. But rather, our joy and our peace is found that he is with us, even when we're experiencing sadness. Even when we're experiencing anger and frustration, we can find peace and comfort in the fact that he is with us so beautiful. So I'm going to get you guys a little time to respond, okay? And so on your notepapers, you guys know that there's always the tear-off for the prayer requests. So I want you guys to just go ahead and tear that off. And instead of writing, or it can be a prayer request, but I want you to just write out your emotions. Or maybe you want to draw them. But simply bring your emotions to Jesus's feet and just write what you're feeling, because that's what he wants us to do. So this isn't a time to talk to your neighbor. It's just a time to write down your emotions and how you're feeling. And then I'll come back up here and I'll dismiss us. So go ahead and take this time to respond. I think that's such a perfect song for this too, right? He makes beautiful things out of the dust, and he makes me new. So even when I'm feeling sad and defeated and angry, no matter what I am feeling, he makes me new. And when I give that to him, he restores my joy and my peace simply because he's not distant. He's with me in the midst of that. And he wants us to bring those emotions to his feet and fall at his feet in that. And he experiences that with us. And that's so cool. So you guys can go ahead and take those prayer request cards and just put them back in the prayer boxes that we have at the back of the room. Hey, dude, you want to come up? (laughs) Okay, well, cool. All right. So we're going to go ahead and dismiss you, but go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. I just want to pray over you. All right. God, I just thank you that you are not distant from us, that you are with us, that you experience our pain with us, Lord, and that you are not distant. God, would you remind us of that truth, that you are here and that you are present? Lord, we thank you and we love you. And would you just remind us that you want us to bring whatever we are feeling to your feet, God. We love you and we thank you. In your name we pray, amen.